I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my team business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Hey, Rockstar Nation. Some of you already know every year I participate in a success summit, a seminar, similar to like going to a convention and you see a bunch of agents on stage, but this is a convention online where you have a bunch of successful agents online teaching other agents how to be successful. It's a completely free deal. But I, again, this year in, am a guest speaker at the Agent Success Summit. This year I'm talking about Facebook advertising and how to make actual commissions, how to do the right ads, not the wrong ads on Facebook, what to post, what not to post, what's working and what's not working today, and how to start making money on Facebook before all the other agents out there catch on. This is going to be myself and 21 other top real estate agent coaches and top real estate agents from around the world giving a free summit. All this information out to you. It's a seven-day event. I'm giving away a free gift as part of me being on this summit. If you want a, a sneak peek and you want this gift early, just text GIFT to 444-999 or go to hybendigital.com backslash gift there's 21 free gifts being given away because each speaker that comes on the show gives away some free meat and potatoes there's going to be scripts dialogues reports business plans marketing plans lead conversion ideas pre-listing books sample marketing stuff objection handling scripts written out you know 21 free tools basically for going to this event or coming to this event and again it's free you don't really come you just kind of log on your computer and you watch the agents who you want to learn from out of the 21 or you watch all 21 to get signed up for your free gifts for this event just text gift to 444-999 or go to hybendigital.com backslash gift and we'll get you signed up for the agent summit and give you your free gift as well Hope to see you there. All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest today coming from the nation's capital or close to it, Arlington, Virginia. I got Mr. Dan Lesniak, who has a love story of real estate teams. To tell. I should have released this one on Valentine's Day, but I am not because it is so good. I'm going to release it right away. But without further ado, Dan, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. Glad to be here and looking forward to, to being on the show. Hey, Dan, why don't you give everybody a little bio on yourself so they can get to know you better? 
Sure thing. So I've, I've been in real estate for the past five years in Arlington, Virginia. Prior to that, I was a defense contractor before I made the switch. And, and the reason I was in that industry is because I went to the Naval Academy, went into submarines after that, worked at the Pentagon, and then kind of stayed up in the greater D.C. area. I'm originally from South Florida, so I never, never really thought I would uh, leave. But 15 years later, I'm still in the D.C. area, live in Arlington with my wife, Carrie, who I'm sure we'll talk about more later because we're, we're in business together, met through real estate. We have one kid, a, a boy who's 20 months old, and a, and a little girl on the way as well. So, so exciting things happening in the Lesniak family. So let's. Um, I want to get to how you guys met and what you did with your teams and that sort of thing first. But uh, before I get into that, as always, let's get into some nitty-gritty on you. All right. So, Dan, so how many houses did your team sell last year? Last year, we sold right around 350 homes. Okay. And what was your ego commission income, Dan, your ECI? That was just over 6 million. 6 million buckarubies. And what's your profit margin? We were just under thirty percent, so it was, it was close, close to two million, not not quite. Close but. to two million bucks. Okay, so you're doing something right here, right? Close to two million bucks a year, not bad for someone who's been in the business five years. So tell me about this. So what's your team look like? So we've got thirty-five people all together, about half little under half are buyer's agents, and we've got some that are on kind of the traditional uh, independent contractor model, but then most of them and then all of our new ones that we've been hiring on the buyer agent side are uh, direct employees, so W-2, so that's a little bit of a different model than I think most, most people are running. On the listing side, we have four listing agents, and they are all salaried as well, so employees. The so rest of the your buyer oh, agents are employees too. For the most part, there are four that are are not because you know when we started the team we were we used what I would call the kind of traditional model and and hired them as independent contractors. But the last two or so years, we've only been hiring buyer agents under a salaried model. I love it, and you know from my own experience, when I had the my large team. I was heavily salaried, and I know that the profits are a lot better in a market like this if you go salaried. I had the chief economist from Redfin on a couple of days ago, and and you know Redfin has a they're completely salaried. The whole company is salaried, and there are more and more agents that I'm talking to that are are going the salaried model. I just talked to Mark Fitz, I think his name was a. Uh, recently, and he, and he's probably very similar to you, and that he's got a big, a uh, salaried model where everything works uh, via salary, and it allows you to have a two million dollar profit. So, tell me a little bit about how you have everything set up. Like, uh, let's say, you know, tell me how you have your department set up and broken down. What everybody does, what you do, what your wife does, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So, talked a little bit about the listing agents and buyers agents. We we also have an inside sales team. We've got four inside sales agents. So when a lead comes in, they're the ones taking the call, 
you know, entering it into our CRM uh, and booking the appointment. So then the appointment is either going to go to the one of the listing agents or the buyer's agents, depending on the type of lead. So we separate the buy side and the list side. What do you pay everybody? So the, the inside sales agents, they are on a salary that ranges from in the 20000 mid-20,000 to mid-30,000 range, and, and they get a 5% bonus on every closing that they get. Really? Um, so, yeah, so if they book a buyer's appointment, it closes, they get 5% of the commission. That's a pretty good deal, and, and does that incentivize them to, you know, carry leads to... To like, let's say you know one of your inside sales agent leaves the office at five o'clock. Does another one pick up that lead, or do they own that lead and they call it when they get home and that sort of thing? They so they they rotate on what we call the money phone. So that would there's a you know a number that kind of rotates between all of them. So whoever whoever's on call per se would get it. Now if you know once once a lead comes in and they respond they put it in our crm we use infusionsoft and they would have ownership of it after that point and and there would be there's a whole task sequence of follow-ups manually and automatically that that would occur so the the person wouldn't call back again they because they're so aggressive that they would call that they would make sure that that person was taken care of wouldn't be like that person would call back and be like hey I, i called somebody i can't remember who it was and then, and then have to worry about whose lead it was. Right. We don't have like any. I don't want to say any issue, but we we don't have have that happen usually, to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So, where do you get the leads from? Yeah. So uh, we also have two people on our marketing team as well. So they're paid salary. Our biggest source of leads this year, or for the past two or three years actually, has been past clients and and re, uh, repeat clients. So that's that's our number one source. Our, our second biggest source after that is open houses. So on any given week, our team is doing anywhere between eight to, to 12 open houses typically. So each of those open houses is, you know, on average going to bring in eight to 10 people. So they're, you know, they're meeting... You know, every Sunday they're meeting 100 to 150 people face to face. So that's that's our second biggest source. And then for for sellers, the uh, next biggest source after that would be our direct mail. We we do a lot of direct mailing. Most of it is you know geographic focused in certain areas in Arlington. Carrie has had a program for several years that works really well it's it's probably our most exciting lead source it's uh we we call it a teardown letter program so arlington vienna mclean all the areas kind of close in there's not there's not really any new land to build on so custom home builders you know have to do infill and and buy your typical you know 1950s home tear it down and and build so we send letters targeting those homes, you know, saying that we have builders that can close quickly, offer them flexible timelines if needed. So, you know, a whole bunch of different kind of options. And that program's worked really well. You know, of course, not every person that calls in has a home that we'd consider a good candidate for a builder. So 
you know, a lot of times they, they become normal listings, but a lot of times they go to builders that we work with and then we get to sell the, the, the new home, the 1.5, the $2 million home that they, they build on it. So on the, on the sell side, that's very exciting for us. Now, wait a minute. Now, do they, do you call it on the letter? Like, can you give me an idea of like what the letter says and what you, do you call it the teardown program to their face or is that something that you kind of just talk about between me and you? Right. So that's, that's what we call it internally. The, the, the letter, you know, we've, we've tested several different kinds, but it basically says, you know, we have a builder or we have an investor. So we, we go back and forth between builder or investor. So, you know, we, the letter says we have several builders or investors uh, who can pay cash for your home. They can close in as little as a week or, or longer if you need, or, you know, offer you flexible timelines. And then, you know, we tell them if they opt for this program, they don't have to get their home ready for the market, you know, pitch a bunch of those kind of benefits. And then on the, on the back of it, we have testimonials from several people that we've, you know, sold their home that way. Could, would you be willing to share a copy of that with me so I could share it with our audience? Yeah, yeah, I can uh, I can have our our marketing team send you some. Oh yeah, that'd be sure. awesome front and back. And guys, I'll I'll put that up on uh, hybendigital.com backslash Dan Lesniak and it's L E S N I A K L E S N I A K. Okay, cool. Well, thanks Dan. Okay, so that's phenomenal. Now, why don't you tell everyone the story of, you know, how you and your wife met and uh, how you merged teams? Sure. So we met 2013. I was coming off my my first year in real estate, and I had been at Century 21. Uh, I left there, went up the road, literally just you know right up the road from in courthouse uh, metro stop. Uh, so at the first office meeting at Keller Williams, our team leader Pam O'Brien said, "Hey, Carrie, you know this new guy here, Dan's going to give you a run for his money." And uh, she turned around. And was you know, she had been number one at the office the year before, so that was that was the first time we really met in person. So we we started off as competitors, and you know she she since she was the number one uh, agent in the the company, I was also in the process of starting a, a title company, and wanted to recruit her to to use it. So you know, I figured if, if she's gonna you know, if, if I can get the top agent in the office to use my title company, then you know, sky's the limit. So, so initially, I was pursuing her not as a part of courtship, but uh, for her business. And it was kind of a weird dynamic too, because we were also competitors at the same mm-hmm. time. So, um, how long has she been in the business? In in resale, she started in resale in, in I believe two thousand nine, but she had been in new home sales for the previous six years so okay. she worked directly for first a builder and then the mayhood company okay so so she saw you kind of as this rookie right and then what happened so that, yeah i mean she 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 did become a partner in the title company and you know we just initially we just got together a lot to talk about that talk about real estate you know one thing led to another next thing you know we were dating and then a few months, things moved fairly quickly. A few months after that, we were kind of talking future, and we got 
got engaged less than a year after our initial meeting and combined our, our teams the following year. And then 2000, I'm trying to make sure I get the dates right. Yeah, 2015. So this would have been about two years after we initially met. We'd been married for a year. Uh, we, we took our combined team from, from Keller Williams and, and started our own brokerage. Okay, so let's talk about both of those steps. So first of all, what was it like combining your teams? What challenges did you face? What advice would you have for anyone listening that would might be considering that? Yeah, there were a lot of challenges, I think. I think any business partnership is going to have challenges. But then when you add relationship on top of that, it becomes even more more dynamic and, you know, I don't know how many examples there are of, of people that have done that in general or, or more specifically in real estate. So, you know, I don't know if there's like a right way or wrong way or a, kind of a how-to path. I think our, our biggest challenges were, were just kind of power struggle type yeah. issues. Who, right, because you're, gonna, yeah, you're both big, you know, strong agents, right? Right. So it was it was kind of just figuring out along the way whose role is going to be what and what when something came up that we didn't agree on you know how would we work that out because that's that's going to happen so what did you decide well we the first thing we decided was to keep the brand the branding separate because you know i was very well known in the on on the orange line and, and especially the four, first four or five stops in Arlington. So it was a, a strong brand and Carrie had, had been, uh, you know, a, a number, a, a top Arlington agent for three or four years at that point. So it didn't make sense to kind of combine or change any of that. So we, we kept them separate. We, we kept do the do name, a lot of- the orange, like your team, you called it the orange line team because there's a metro because uh, a lot of people, you, you know, we're in 117 countries that are listening to this show now. So there, there was a, a train, right, that runs very busy part of, of Virginia near Washington, D.C. called the Orange Line. And all your business was on like four stops, right? Four or five stops. Correct. And so you just said, I'm going to call it the Orange Line. Right. So, and- we, yeah, I called it Orange Line Living and Carrie just... I think when she originally in 2009 was kind of figuring out to do, couldn't really decide on anything specific. So she just went with her name, which a lot of agents do. So the Carrie Scholl team. And so in those three or four years, she really built up a great book of business and reputation in Arlington and the surrounding area. So when we combined, it definitely wouldn't have made sense to, you know, form something new and disregard those. So we kept them both now, do you, you know, kind of run your team and she runs her team, or is it just the name that you kept separate? Yeah, it's it's really just the name. So she runs like the marketing for for that name or that brand, and then I I run the marketing for for the Orange Line Living name and brand. And then operationally, the way we kind of divide it up. So when it, when a lead comes in from either source they get treated the same. So it's it's kind of like you have different marketing platforms or names, and then it all funnels into one phone calling system, buyer agent system, listing agent system. So we each run the marketing 
for that. I've I've taken on the broker and CFO role. Carrie has taken on the CEO role. And then I also do a lot of spend a lot of time focused on like other strategic partnerships that are related to real estate but not directly related to the team. So you know, I, I oversee a joint venture with a title company. I work with a book of investors that invest in development projects uh, with us as well. So we've we over time we've created kind of our own swim lanes. Yeah. So you're more business. She's more management. Correct. Yep. Very good. Very good. Okay. So a lot of people are wondering a couple of things, I'm sure, because I'm telepathic here. I can hear our listeners <laughs> talk. <laughs> so you got these ISAs, right? You pay them around 25 G's plus 5%. What about the other people on the team? Like aside from a secretarial person, you pay a salary, whatever. I think what what's most curious is the agents. Can you tell us how an agent gets paid on your team and what the progression is from, you know, the first day they start, how to become a listing agent, how do they become a buyer agent? How is it broken down? Sure. So on, on the buyer agent side, uh, our, our salaried buyers agents start out typically at a base of around 50,000 a year. And then we pay them a production bonus per closing. And it's based on how many they ratify in a month. And the dollar amount doesn't matter. Hmm. Uh, dollar, dollar amount of the house. So they could sell a million-dollar house or a $100,000 house, and it doesn't matter. Correct. Brilliant. Okay, keep going. And you know it's really geared towards getting them up to three or more transactions a month. So the first, the first transaction, the bonus is two fifty. The second one is five hundred. Third one would be a thousand. Fourth one would be twenty five hundred. And the fifth one would be five thousand. So we're we're really trying to incentivize them to to get to that you know over two like three plus. And then it resets every month. Correct. Go back to zero. Okay. And we also, on on top of that, they get a 401k plan, (laughs) profit sharing, and and health benefits as well. That's awesome. And then what about, and is the same thing on the listings? No, listing agent. So that, the buyer agent model doing it, doing it that way is something that we've really, we're, we're still kind of early in that we've we've only been doing that for about a year and a half to two years the listing agent model we've had for about four years now and that is a little bit different the base is lower it's if they're new brand new it's probably in the mid to upper 20s if they've got some experience it might be closer to 40k on the base and then they get paid anywhere from five to 15 percent of every deal they that they do and they end up making more at the end of the day, right? More than more than the buyer agents. The top listing agent and top buyer's agents, or top buyer agent last year, made pretty close to the same. They're they're each right around two hundred thousand. Podcasts Nation, boy, listen. 
the emails, Facebook comments, everything is blowing up with regards to episode 500. Dale Archdeacon and Sam Monreal, the premier experts on real estate leads in the world, I would say, were on, and it was a phenomenal show. They have a class on Rebus University. They have three classes that are being offered at 195 bucks each. The Certified Outbound Lead Specialist, Certified Inbound Lead Specialist, and the Certified ISA Manager course, all with a ton of videos, a ton of tests, and a ton of special downloads to help you build your outbound leads, your inbound leads, and your ISA teams. And so we are offering them for 100 people only, 100 people only, we're giving a bundle. And in that bundle, you're gonna get all three and you get them all three for 495 bucks or you can buy them separately for 195 bucks each. You know, take the shortcut, avoid all the mistakes. You know, the right way to do it from the beginning, right out of the gate, turnkey and easy, improve your lead conversion, improve your ROI, more commission dollars. I mean, just get the roadmap from proven experts. Your return on investment of 495 bucks is tenfold just from one sale, maybe 20 fold just from one sale. I mean, the cost of this course has a massive return on investment, a massive one. Look at the five-star reviews on rebusuniversity.com of all of our other courses, and you'll see that uh, we don't make crap. We make courses that are phenomenal, and these are some of the best. We have a 100% money-back guarantee, and again, it's proven experts who walk the talk. They don't just teach it. They're in the trenches every day. Now, when I did the interview with them on episode 500, they offered their emails to the world, and I'm like, dude, you do not want this. This could be a mistake. I said, let's just make this bundle. We'll make it 100 people for the bundle. We'll close it after 100, and anybody that gets the bundle will give them out your emails. So that's what we're going to do. Not only do you get the bundle, but you're going to get their private emails so you can email them questions you have as you go along or just email them and say hello and that will be only for the first hundred people that jump on this one way to get it and that's just the text bundle text bundle b-u-n-d-l-e to 444-999 just text bundle to 444-999 get the isa manager course the outbound lead and the inbound lead course all in one this one is one of the best trust me that's bundle <laughs> that's bundle to 444-999 text the word bundle now okay and so what are they responsible for buyers agents you know, they're typically going to get the appointment set by our calling team for them, although we, we do expect them to and have that in their contract that, that there's to do two hours of calling five times a week. Two hours of but, calling five times a week. Okay. So, yeah, so t 10 hours. They also have to do open houses three out of four weekends per month. Then, you know, when, when they get an appointment themselves or one is set for them by the calling team, they meet with the buyer, go through the buyer's presentation, 
you know, hopefully sign a buyer's agreement and start showing them homes. Uh, they're pretty much cradle to grave. So they, they take them through writing the contract contingencies all the way through closing. Uh, the listing side is a little different. We have three listing coordinators. So when a listing agent signs a listing client, one of the listing coordinators is going to be assigned to that client as well. And they're going to do the lion's share of kind of the nuts and bolts, you know, coordinating contractors, stagers, photographers, signs. The listing agent will have a, a big role in the contract negotiations when offers come in. And then once it's under contract, the listing coordinator is going to take over again that, that contract to close period. Wow. So they they have to do the contract to close. The listing oh. coordinator does the con. The salary person, well, they're all salaried. Someone else besides the agent does the contract to close. Does the agent have to go to settlement? Well, either the agent or the coordinator typically will okay. attend the settlement. Either or. What about the home inspection? Do they have to go to the home inspection? No, they they t the ag listing agent typically would not do the home inspection. I mean, okay, yeah, I'm mixing it up. What about the buyer agent? That's a yeah, buyer agent would be at the home inspection. And would the buyer agent go to settlement? Yes. Okay. All right. So it's kind of cool because you know here they can come in, you know, get paid a salary, get retirement, health insurance, all that good stuff, right? Be told how to do it by pros and then have an opportunity to make up to 200 right with no experience correct so we're we've found that the quality of applicants has gone up a lot so when you're when you're first starting out you're typically looking at half a year without a paycheck if you're on a 100 percent commission model so most people especially in the dc area cost of living is high you know they can't they just simply can't afford to go six months without a paycheck. So we're, we're getting people leaving 80 to $120,000 jobs that have, you know, they're just tired of kind of the, the boredom of it. Always wanted to be in real estate, never had an opportunity to, to do it without taking on significant risk. So we're, we're getting a lot higher quality of applicants now. And then, yeah. And then you're probably pickier because you're dishing out, you know, a guaranteed salary, right? So if all agents thought like this building teams, unfortunately, a lot of them just say, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, no big deal, right? Just throw it against the wall and see if they work out or not. But if you're, if they had, if everybody had to pay their agents a salary and, and benefits and all that from day one, they would probably screen them a lot better. Right. And it's, it's, it's painful if, if they don't work out. I mean, not painful, but it, yeah. you, you feel it more but you know that the biggest thing you know you, you of course you know if someone comes and they don't work out you've paid them three or four months of salary but the bigger thing is you've invested time and and you probably have some opportunity costs because there were some leads that they could have closed that right. if you know that they didn't so so what what do, you, what do you put what kind of interview process do you put them through so we've our trans we have a uh, office manager that you know, I coordinate and have set up a lot of the ad ad programs for. She screens all of our uh, all all of the resumes, so we we probably get twenty resumes. I'm guessing for every 
person that we decide to interview. So she will, uh, she'll do the initial interview with them. And then if she thinks they're, they're good, she'll set up an interview with two other people in the office, at least one of whom is a buyer's agent as well as Carrie and myself. And part of that interview is also a mock buyer presentation. So we will, we'll actually send them our buyer's presentation and then you know, one of the one of the persons comes in the interview, pretends to be a buyer, and they have to walk them through the entire presentation. And basically, everybody who interviews them has to has to give them a thumbs up for us to consider hiring. So uh, it has to be you know a hundred percent consensus. Wow, I love that. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how your profit sharing works? So it's. It's set up as a as a part of the four hundred one k and cash balance plan, and it's uh, discretionary basically. So at the end of the year, Carrie and I can decide on what percentage of salaries, you know, will will contribute. It can be anywhere from three to seven percent. So it's you know it's something we. It took us about six or seven months to set up. I interviewed probably four or five different financial planners and you know the, the kind of tax and retirement laws are so confusing that we probably got different advice from every <laughs> single one we talked to <laughs> but we ended up combining it with a 401k and cash balance plan so everybody gets a, a 3% contribution into the 401k and then the cash balance plan, we can elect an additional 7% uh, per year uh, per, you know, of, of their salaries. So it could be up to 10% of their salary you know, back in a bonus, but it's discretionary. If you guys are feeling, man, this was a killer year, on December 31st, you could be like, boom, everyone gets a couple percentage points. Or you could be like, eh, it was kind of tight, zero. Yep, that's correct. Yep. Okay. So last question I have, and then we'll wrap this up, Dan, is this like, what can you give us an idea of how you take these people that you hire that are a lot of them? And, and again, are like you said, technical thinkers, they're, they're in the DC corridor, they're professionals, right? They're leaving jobs of a hundred, 105 G's a year coming to be real estate agents. How do you train these people in such a short period of time to just go out there and uh, be real estate agents? Do they have a, a process where they have to mentor with another agent? Do they have to attend a certain amount of classes? What are you doing? Yeah, so there's, there's classes that Carrie and I teach. We've all, um, so we teach various topics. Other people on the team also teach classes. And then we've, we've started recording a, lo a lot of our classes. So we've... we've you know, done some where they're, you know, they listen to recording, then we come in after to answer questions. So we've started to automate it a little bit more. Uh, throughout the training process, they also have to rotate through various positions on the team. So they're, even though they're not going to be doing everyone else's job, they're getting, they're getting some cross training. So they'll, they'll spend a week with the ISAs uh, doing phone calls and listening to how they do phone calls and book appointments. Um, you know, they'll spend time with the marketing team so that they know what kind of marketing we do and how to how to keep a uniform 
you know, message to the public. They'll also mentor or shadow, we call it shadowing, they'll, they'll shadow other buyer's agents. Um, they have to do, they have to shadow every part of the process at least three times. So a home inspection, a showing, a buyer's presentation, contract, open houses. And then at the end of all of that, they they do a, a, a test out where they have to go through the whole process, A to Z, from initial appointment to, to ratified contract, um, and then Carrie has to approve them. So that process from hire to getting approved to, to take appointments usually takes anywhere from one to two months, and it, it usually takes another month or two after that to when they really start to get a big pipeline. Yeah, so they they're just learning from others basically, right? And then how often are you and Carrie like doing like office training or training for buyers agents or that sort of thing? So there's uh, a team meeting weekly where everybody is going to get uh, training and feedback and and updates on different things we're doing, and then each department has a weekly training. Uh, with either Carrie or myself. So everybody's getting at least two types of training per week. And then we also you know, bring in different different people from time to time for lunch and learn type training. So That's awesome. That's great. Well, dude, I love this model. I love it. It makes a lot of sense. It's clear in your profit what why everybody should go to this. And I'm sure that it allows you to spend time with more with your family now as well. Right, because you're not the one, you know, out there running around getting your head kicked in. It's a very, it's a very structured environment. You show up like a regular job, and then you you leave like a regular job. So, systematization of it is brilliant. So, guys, like I said, I'm going to put Dan's teardown letter on hybendigital.com backslash Dan Lesniak, and I'm going to put all of Dan's information and everything that we talked about in the show notes. So if you wanted to reach out to Dan, if you you got a, a hot referral in Arlington, Virginia to send his way, or you're curious about you know anything else about his uh, structured salary-based team model, all his information will be there. Dan also wrote this book, which we didn't talk about. And I apologize about that, Dan. So why don't, why don't we just take a minute? And you got this book, right? The Hyperlocal a hyper-fast real estate agent because of the way you grew that orange line really fast your first year. Do you want to dive into that? Sure. So the the book is about my first uh, year in real estate, which was 2012. At the time, I had been living in the area for about five years. And uh, because of my background in the Navy, I'd always I'd always – bought houses wherever I'd been, uh, bought multiple ones because with the VA loan, you know, you had access to do that at a young age. So buying and selling homes was something I was familiar with on a personal level. And then in 2011, I was buying a home up here and I I, I thought that I had did most of the, the, the work, the legwork, not to say anything bad about my real estate agent, but so I decided, okay, I'll get my license and, you know, that way I can just represent myself from now on and you know, I don't. I don't think much will happen with it. And then at the same time, I was also coming off finishing business school at Georgetown. I was really expecting, with my background, to get a big, uh, 
strategy consulting job with like a McKinsey or, or, or Bain or BCG and 2000, you know, 10, 11 wasn't a good time for business school graduates just because of where the economy was and, and what companies were doing hiring. So unfortunately they were, they were still interviewing though, cause they wanted to keep that, that skill up. So I ended up doing something like 50 or 55 interviews. Didn't, didn't get the type of job. I got some offers, but nothing compelling enough to leave my current job and make the transition. And one of the ones I really had my my heart set on the the McKinsey company. They, you know, said, "Hey, we we liked you. We thought your technical skills were good, but you know, a big part of consulting is selling. We don't we don't know how good you'd be at it. Um, you don't seem to have the personality for it. So if you're serious, why don't you kind of go develop?" develop that skill, do something different, and then, and then come back to us. So I thought, well, I've got my real estate license. You know, I've lived in this area for X number of years. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just really try to go after the condo building I live in, see how much market share I can get in that. And within a couple months, I got so busy I had to quit my job. And, and so, yeah, February of 2012, I quit my job, and next – Next thing you know, I was the top agent at my Century 21 Redwood Realty office. Uh, I was closing anywhere from two to four homes a month, and you know, at price points in the 600 plus range on average. And by by the end of the year, I was at you know 22 million GCI was close to 500, and I netted right around 350. So big jump from working on yeah. a submarine, right? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, completely different, completely <laughs> unexpected. And, you know, since then, a lot has happened that we've talked about. And, and Carrie and I have been involved in a number of different coaching programs and masterminds. And, and as I was doing all of those, I never, you know, I met people that were doing huge numbers, of course, but I never really met anyone that put up the kind of numbers I did in my first year. So I thought it was something kind of unique and I thought you know there's whether or not I consciously realized it at the time I was applying this this principle I learned in business school called STP which is segmentation targeting and positioning right so it's kind of how you how you segment the market like how you know how do you chop it up like what kind of slices do you make are you segmenting by geography by of course everyone segments by people they know versus people they don't know so how are you going to like look at the market? It was the segmentation, then, then targeting, which which segments are you going to go after, and then positioning. P, how how are you going to position yourself to that target um, as the person that can add the most value? So that was a, a big guiding force for me during my, my first year. So the book takes you through the majority of my transactions, you know how I got the lead, how I presented them, my value, and, and how I executed for them. So, uh, came out a couple months ago, and it's you know, be, it became a bestseller on Amazon. So it's it's done really well, and we've gotten great feedback, and actually had a we've had a couple agents uh, reach out to join our team uh, because of the book. So it's you know a story that I'm excited to share, and, and hope it can help a lot of people. 
That's awesome, dude. Well, I'm definitely going to pick it up. And I, what I'll do is I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Again, hybendigital.com backslash Dan Lesniak. And if you're driving down a road, just go to the show notes and you could uh, pick up a link to the book and uh, highly recommend it. It sounds like it's an awesome addition to the books, which are very few on uh, real estate and by someone who is actually doing it in the fields today. So listen, Dan, this has been a blast. I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Uh, best of luck to you in your triathlon this weekend. And say hello to all the GoBundance brothers up there in uh, Utah running that triathlon. And uh, next time I'm in uh, Arlington area, let's get together and we can break some bread. That, that sounds great. I'd love that opportunity. And thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also... Don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to padhyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere. And easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday. But in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.